If you've ever struggled to stick to a content plan, you may think it's because you're not dedicated or motivated enough. That's probably not the case at all. And it may be because you don't actually need a content plan and you're trying to stick to something that you don't actually need. In this episode, I'll share why and what you need instead of a content plan. I'm Janet Murray. I'm a business strategist and copywriter who helps consultants, coaches, freelancers and small business owners generate consistent income and recurring revenue in their businesses. I'm also the creator of the Courageous CEO Business Strategy Planner, which contains a tried and tested strategy and resources to grow your business. I'm big on strategy, which for me is always about simplicity and finding the easiest possible route to achieving your goals. I don't have all the answers, who does, but I will share the questions you need to be asking to build the kind of business you want to run and crucially one you can scale or even sell in the future. If you find yourself struggling to stick to a content plan, it's probably because you're trying to implement a content plan without a strategy. And to understand why this is a problem, you first need to understand the difference between a content strategy and a plan, because they're really not the same thing. This analogy may help. So a content strategy is about the destination. So it's about where you want to get to and why, and exploring the best routes and modes of transport. So in content terms, that's the best platforms and tactics to get there. A content plan is the map you create to get there. And you can't create a map if you don't know where you're going, right? So if you struggle to stick to a content plan, or have done in the past, it may be because you're trying to plan and create content when you don't really know where you're going. And it's hard, in fact, it's almost impossible to create a content plan when you don't have clarity on your business, on your income goals, and even your offers or services. Because if you don't know how much income you need to generate, you won't know what products or services you need to focus on So of course you'll have no idea what to publish or where or when to publish it and you'll very likely end up publishing content that doesn't get you the results you need because you're not actually clear on what it is that you need. This is why I recommend clients create an annual content strategy that takes in your key sales periods, your launches and yes, you do need to launch services as well as products and need to keep relaunching them and then planning ahead for each quarter. And if this idea of launching your services is new to you, then I would highly recommend investing in my Courageous CEO Business Strategy Planner because the training that goes alongside that explains all of that, including what to do if you sell the same product or service all year round. A couple of other key things about content. I don't recommend being on every platform unless you absolutely love creating content. It really is better to do one platform or one type of content well than be mediocre on half a dozen. And I also really don't recommend forcing yourself to create content you find hard. For example, doing video if you find it stressful. There's no doubt about it. Video can be a great medium to connect with your audience. But if you find it stressful and if it isn't something you're likely to overcome with just a bit more practice and If it's causing you worry or stress, it really is best to focus on where you can get results more easily and where you know you can be consistent. And what I now recommend is planning and creating content campaigns instead of planning content week to week or month to month. I talked about that in relation to my own business in the very first episode of this podcast. And the reason I really now suggest this to all my clients is because it allows you to be much more strategic in your approach. And when you're more strategic, you're far more likely to hit your goals. And again, this is all about CEO mindset and behavior because 
you're not likely to hear a chief marketing officer of a big company talking about their content plan. You're far more likely to hear them talking about a content campaign they're working on and how that links to their overall commercial objectives. But to understand how this might work in practice, it's important to understand the two types of content campaigns you need to create for your business in order to generate consistent sales. So the first type is sought leadership campaigns. This type of content typically focuses on building your authority and it includes things like podcasts, newsletters, blogs, YouTube, books, ebooks, white papers, reports, even online courses. And I'll go into this in more depth in the next episode, which is specifically on thought leadership content. But the crucial thing to remember at this stage is that this type of content is about building a connection with an audience, including prospective clients, and building that connection over time so you can demonstrate your expertise and your credibility and through that you can build a trust. However, creating thought leadership content isn't enough. The thought leadership content is the mechanism or the strategy that you use to attract and nurture your ideal clients but to generate consistent predictable income you also need to create two other types of content launch content and onboarding and upsell content and there's more on these types coming up planning and creating your sort leadership content so your newsletters blogs podcasts or whatever you decide to create as a season or a series can make it much easier to ensure your content is closely tied to your business goals and also make sure you're covering the right topics at the right time. So for example, batch creating a podcast season instead of recording it a few weeks ahead makes it much easier to repurpose your content for newsletters, blogs, social posts, whatever it might be. And overall means you may have to create less content. To stick with the example of a podcast, as with any content series or campaign, Writing a podcast outline or a script is just one of the types of content you need to create. You also typically need to create podcast show notes, multiple social media posts, including promotional artwork, maybe even generate transcripts to go along with your show notes. And all of this can mean that creating your podcast content can be quite time consuming, and especially if you're creating in dribs and drabs. So that's why I recommend planning and creating content for the quarter ahead if you can, or certainly an eight to 12 week period. And this doesn't mean, by the way, that you have to do 12 editions of your newsletter or 12 podcasts, one for each week. If it makes more sense for you and your business to do four or six pieces of content each quarter, or that's all you have time for, it's better to plan and ideally batch create that content than be showing up every week and thinking, oh, what should I publish this week? You'll get much better results because you can be much more strategic because it will help you see patterns and connections and also the best time or the best way to signpost people to a particular product. So for example, I created the outline and the content for this podcast season, knowing it will be published shortly ahead of the launch of my 2024 business strategy planner, which you'll notice is the only call to action in this podcast series and quite deliberately so. I don't want to distract by talking about other products or services. Doing this allowed me to focus on topics that are super relevant to the business strategy planner and talk about some of the resources and some of the training inside it quite naturally without feeling like I'm shoehorning it in. And just imagine how brilliant you'd feel starting every quarter of the year with all of your newsletters or blogs or podcasts written and scheduled ahead and how much easier it might be to outsource some or even all of your content management at some stage or just get outsourcing working better for you if you're already at that stage because anyone you hire to help will have an overall picture of what you're trying to achieve over the coming quarter what you're going to be selling 
what your key calls to action should be. And when you're strategic or more strategic, you generally get better results. But of course, those thought leadership campaigns you create will also need launch content campaigns or even multiple campaigns to help you reach those goals. So I know it can be annoying to get interrupted when you're listening to a podcast, but if you're enjoying this podcast and you don't want to miss out when a new episode lands, and I do plan to drop some bonus episodes ahead of the new season, please hit the follow button on your favorite podcast app. You can do it while you're listening now. Not only will this make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes, but it will also help get this podcast in front of more listeners. Thank you so much. And now back to the episode. So what do I mean by launch campaigns? Well, if you've been in the online space for more than five minutes, you'll have heard people talking about launches. For example, how to have a six or seven figure launch. Words and phrases like cart open and cart close have also become commonplace. The implication being that a successful launch simply involves showing up for a week, sending a few emails, posting a few things on Instagram and woohoo, you're a millionaire. Well, I can tell you firsthand that this is not the case. And to give you an example of that, I generated around 31,000 of sales of a £47 product in one week last year. It was the launch of my 2023 planner and I achieved those sales in about seven days. But those sales were not the result of that launch week. They were actually the result of a sustained 90-day content campaign in which I published content very strategically, including dedicated podcast content and a series of new and quite highly targeted email lead magnets and also a waitlist strategy, which is really the secret to having much better launches. Planning a campaign that spanned 90 days meant I had time to generate and nurture new leads over that 90-day period also allowed me to nurture existing leads and get them excited about the upcoming launch and implement a waitlist strategy, all of which allowed me to achieve far better results than just showing up and telling people my product was on sale. So just to recap, here's three types of content campaign you need to create as a business owner. Sort leadership content. So that will be used to generate leads and to nurture those leads, typically. So email lead magnets, white paper reports, special podcast series, newsletter series. I'll typically do at least a couple of lead generation campaigns in the run up to a big product launch. In fact, and even if I'm launching or relaunching one of my one-to-one services, for example, I recently did a launch campaign for my Done With You course creation service because I knew I had a big digital product launch coming up and I wanted to ensure that the copywriting side of my business was basically fully booked for as far ahead as I could in 2023. That involved planning and strategy, it involved creating content. I didn't need lead magnets or anything fancy like that, but I needed to think about what was the best way for me to reach the people who were most likely to buy that service and create a content campaign to support that. The second type of content you need to create is launch content. So that's typically things like landing pages, email marketing campaigns, social media posts, and then there's onboarding and delivery content. And this is the type of content that A lot of people overlook the importance of this is the type of content you create, not only to deliver the product or the service to the client, but also potentially to upsell, to let them know about other products or services that you may have that might be able to help them further and therefore increase the value of each sale or increase the income from each launch that you do. One of the most common reasons for a disappointing launch is devoting more time and resources to your launch campaign, so your sales content or your launch week, and spending little or even no time 
on the most important bit, which is the thought leadership, because that's where you're going to do your lead generation and nurture. And also not seeing the bigger picture. So for example, last year, 37% of pre-order sales of my planner came from a wait list. That was a 10% increase on the year before. And that was down to just being as strategic as I possibly could be with my content. So to summarise on this, if you're struggling to stay consistent with content or stick to a plan, there's a very good chance, and I see this time and time again with clients, it's because there's no or little strategy behind it. You haven't sat down and created or looked at your business strategy for the whole year and created a content strategy that aligns with that and supports you in achieving those goals and then broken it down into quarters. I mean, just thinking about your content as for content campaigns or for content projects across the year can just be mind-blowing in terms of how much it reduces your overwhelm. Because if all you have to do is come up with four thought leadership campaigns that are really tied to what you want to achieve in that quarter and then potentially create launch content to support that at the times when you're going to be actively promoting particular products or services, it's just so much easier to see the path you need to take in comparison to kind of planning week to week, month to month, and not really thinking further ahead than the next few weeks. So approaching content in this way is going to save you time. It's also going to make outsourcing and repurposing easier. To give you a real example, the scripts that I've created for this podcast series, I'm going to be repurposing in a number of ways, including as standalone blog posts and even as part of a book. Approaching your content in this way will also increase your lead generation and your sales business income because when you're being more strategic you're thinking about what you need to publish when you are going to make more sales it's also going to make it easier for you to measure your results because you compare what you did this quarter with last quarter or much easier to do when you're working in content campaigns rather than week to week month to month so that's an introduction to content strategy and content campaigns In the next session, we'll look at how to create thought leadership content and why you need to. If you're finding the content in the Courageous CEO podcast useful, then make sure you join the waitlist for my 2024 Business Strategy Planner so you can grab the pre-order discount and bonuses, which are only available for a limited time. These tried and tested resources have helped my clients save time and make more money in their business. Like professional organiser Victoria Bantz, she generated £2,800 worth of new business using just one of the templates that you get with the planning system. Rowena Wilding, a marketing consultant who used the planning system and the resources to reduce her working week to three days without reducing her business income. And Zoe Willingham a dog behaviourist who increased her business income, which was already at six figures, by 20% using the strategy and templates in my business strategy planning system. The Courageous CEO Business Strategy Planner includes a gorgeous A4 desk planner and there's a digital version too, a 60-minute audio training and a template and checklist to help you implement the systems and processes you need to grow your business. Order during the last week of August 2023 and you'll also get my Thought Leadership Strategy Training and a copy of my new book. That's over £150 in free bonuses alone. I will add a link to get your business strategy planner in the show notes of this podcast, but please make sure you don't leave it too late because those discounts and bonuses are only available 
during pre-order week, which ends on September 4th.